0: this is the fantasy focus baseball podcast here are your hosts tristan cockcroft and eric carabell
1: that's right, Fantasy Focus Baseball for Monday morning, May 20th, 2019. He is indeed Constant Fantasy Baseball League winner, Tristan. I am merely the Uber show driver, Eric. And with us today, the versatile Kyle Sopi pushing all the right buttons, and editorial watchdog, Tom Carpenter. Uh, on today's show, I guess we'll discuss the weekend pitching performances of note. There were several. Um Early returns on all the hot prospects that recently debuted and people spent a lot of fab money this weekend in the expert leagues. Although I actually didn't. Um, Comma meals, closers, and of course, myriad hash browns. Tristan, how are you?
0: I'm doing well. Who'd you get? Uh, we most of the leagues I have, I don't really have access to those players. But I'll say that in the Vampire League, I got uh, oh, Yora, we got everybody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. well, well <laughs> by the rule, of course. Yeah. Did
1: you win or did you lose?
0: Actually, no. You know what? In my I Ale only, I got Willie Calhoun, and I'm very happy about that. Based on the Ranger schedule this week, in Tout,
1: um, mixed. I offered up a lot of money to get Austin Riley, the Braves, and Kesten Hura, and Willie Calhoun, and I got beaten all three. You know what it's like. So, you remember, like, the Charlie Brown episodes where, like, during Christmas time, everybody would go to their stockings and, oh, I got a pretty doll or I got a, you know, a movie. And Charlie Brown would be like, I got a rock. Well... That's where I was in tout because I bid like three hundred dollars on some on Austin Riley and I ended up with like a three dollar Kendrick Morales.
0: <laughs> I got a rock. I'm going to bail you out here. That's the Halloween episode. That's a oh, classic. that's Halloween. I'm you know me. I'm a diehard cartoonist. Oh fan. right, yeah. right. I, the, when they doing, the they
1: trick or treating.
0: The great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Yeah.
1: I how demand did I mess that restitution. Up? <laughs> how, first of all, how did I mess that up? And second of all, how would you know that?
0: I I love Peanuts. That 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 was my favorite when I was a kid.
1: Okay, so Watch it was a Halloween and
0: not Christmas. Okay. It was Halloween, yeah. The Christmas episode was the one with the little tree that they fancy up at the end and I don't know where they get all the branches to make the tree look like it did at the end. Christmas time is here. Not really.
1: Let him sing. Um well, I hope Kendris Morales does well this week. Anyway, here is the buzz. <laughs>
0: And who would give a rock as a trick or treat candy? I know, right? It made well. This is the thing: peanuts never made any sense. That's not. I mean, people look to this like it's some sort of wisdom being provided. It. A lot of it is just weird. None of it makes sense.
1: Well, speaking of not making sense, let's talk about Christian Yelich for a second because he keeps hitting a home run every day, making my predictions look ridiculous. But I believe you have some historical context you'd like to share here because people might might be thinking, "Oh, I got to trade him, or I want to trade for him," and. I think he's going to end up the number one player in fantasy, just edging out Cody Bellinger. Although the steals, well, Yelich runs too. Anyway, uh, give us some historical context on what he's achieved. The geeky stat of the day:
0: Holy freakout! The geek is gone. we Yelich steals more than you think. He's ahead of Bellinger. In uh, category: They both contribute.
1: They both uh, do. They're very all right. close.
0: So, so Kyle actually. uh prompted me to look up the numbers since last year's All-Star break. That's what I found particularly interesting is that he's the major leagues leader in batting average at .351, home runs with 44, 108 RBI leads that category, leads in runs with 98, and he has substantial leads in all those categories. He's also tied for 11th in the majors with 19 stolen bases. Now put that into perspective. If you compare it to traditional seasons. Only three players in history have ever had at least a 350 batting average, 40 homers, 100 RBI, and 15 stolen bases. And since we did this as geeky stat, I guess I'll give you the answers instead of doing trivia. <laughs>
2: Thank God. I don't think I'm ever getting those names.
0: Babe Ruth did it twice, 21 and 23. Rogers Hornsby did it in 22, and Larry Walker did it in 97. Wow, Walker. So
1: basically, <laughs> one player since we've been born, well, not Kyle, but it's yeah. one player since we've been born. And it's
0: Larry Walker. Now, now, this is what's strange, though, because I also ran one looking at 20 homers over teams for 50 games. If Yelich homers tomorrow in the Brewers 50th game, he'll join an exclusive list of 17 players to this point who have already gotten 20 homers in 50 games. He hasn't done it with many hits. That's why he's not leading the player uh, player. Rating. He has an unusually low number of hits. A three twenty five average for what he's done is a little bit low.
1: Yeah, I mean Bellinger and Yelich are right now right now ahead of Trout. Trout is the number twelve player, twelve number twelve hitter on the player radar. He should move up, like he'll pass a couple of these guys. Oh, yeah. uh, but Bellinger and Yelich, I mean, like if you're making a trade, like you could make the case in a in a one year to trade Trout for Yelich or Bellinger, and that makes sense
0: without a doubt. Yeah, I, <laughs> and I think that the, that we're now talking about a five man top tier, roughly a five man top tier where any of these are interchangeable based on the personal opinion.
1: Isn't that amazing? Yeah, like what he's doing. Um, what is the what is the current pace? I was looking at this the other day. I like looking at like paces for players. Yep. yep. At Alberto Mondesi right now is these are amazing numbers. Is on pace for 128 runs batted in and 59 stolen bases, and I thought nobody's ever done that before, right? I mean, like he's batting 280, which we both think is not going to stay there. But he's scoring runs. He's got 90. That could stay on pace. 17 home runs. That's legitimate. The steals will probably fall a little short of 50. But because he's batting second and now third, 128 runs batted in pace for Adalberto Mondesi. Has anyone ever had 50 steals and 100 RBI in a season? It's it's just he is different. He is really different. He might be like a second-round pick next season. I know you don't want to go there, and the batting average it could be 220 any day now. But this combination of power and speed, like— he he's that's Trey crate not knock, knocking in 100 runs
0: Well, uh, well yeah that's that's i mean the 100 runs is the thing that really throws me and by the way thank you for bailing me out here for i love it when my little the tool and the you know the play index tool makes me log in again uh that actually has been done a fair amount of times uh, 100 100
1: RBI. rbi and 50 steals
0: yeah it's not been done a lot it's oh, not well done then. Forget it's been it. done thirty times. However, in in defense of this now, most of that was done in the nineteenth century. So, if oh, you're well talking, well, I
1: mean, like Larry Walker era,
0: right? If you're talking about, let's say, since World War II, just to, to do yes, a cut Yes, let's off, do that. Eric four, Davis, no four players did it. Yes, you're right. Eric Davis did it in 1987. Barry the Bonds 80 Steel season, yeah. The. No, the fifty steal season.
1: The fifty steal season. Okay. The thirty-seven
0: fifty. Barry Bonds did it in ninety, nineteen ninety. Joe Morgan did it in nineteen seventy-six, the World Series year. And Cesar Cedeno did it in sixty four. So
1: underrated. Our friend Dave Schoenfield loves Cesar Cedeno. All right, let's help fantasy people. Yep. <laughs> um, prospects got called up and they're all playing. Um, anything, you know. Noteworthy to you, Austin Riley keeps hitting home runs. He has opposite field power, and yesterday did nothing and struck out a lot. Uh, Brendan Rodgers didn't do much in Philly this weekend, sat on Sunday. They have a Coors Field Series later this week. Keston Cura homered yesterday for the Brewers, but they're talking about Travis Shaw going on a rehab assignment, so I don't know what's going to happen with that. Any thoughts on these guys?
0: Yeah, and I I think that there is a little worry that Hira, regardless of what he does, gets sent back to the minors. This does occasionally happen where a rookie deserves to stick around and play regularly, but there just isn't a path for him. But this is certainly going to advance his timetable for a call-up if that does happen. Um, Riley. I want to be a little cautious here, kind of pump the brakes a little bit in that he was on a huge tear when he got called up from AAA. So let's be careful, uh, assuming that this is the new Cody Bellinger where he's going to challenge for an all-time rookie home run number. This could just be a hot streak where he regresses into a productive major leaguer, but not this level of one in the coming weeks. So eh, I don't want to get ahead of myself there. It's, it's so far so good for these prospects, however.
1: Byron Buxton hit a grand slammer over the weekend. You feel vindicated there?
0: I'm not saying anything about that one. I've seen the number of home runs he's hit since we published that, but I'm glad I got a couple shares.
1: <laughs> um, Austin Meadows, man, he just keeps on hitting. He wasn't supposed to do this, was he?
0: <laughs> he is good with power. He is good with speed. Is he? You know, or did we think he was going to be a superstar? Probably not. But I'm impressed. I, I, I don't think this is a complete shock.
1: That Chris Archer trade's embarrassing now, isn't it?
0: Yeah. Yeah. But it was at the time. I think we knew that. And they got a they got a pretty decent pitching prospect in Shane Baz in that deal, too.
1: Yeah, they did well. Um, by the way, hiring used to be hard. Multiple job sites, stacks of resumes, confusing review process. But today, hiring can be easy, and you only have to go to one place to get it done, ZipRecruiter.com slash Carabell. ZipRecruiter sends your job to more than 100 of the web's leading job boards, but they don't stop there. With their powerful matching technology, ZipRecruiter scans thousands of resumes, to find people with the right experience and invites them to apply to your job. As applications come in, ZipRecruiter analyzes each one and spotlights the top candidates so you never miss a great match. ZipRecruiter is so effective that four out of five employers that post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. Right now, listeners to this fine show can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash Carabell. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash K-A-R-A-B-E-L-L. ZipRecruiter.com slash Carabel. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. All right, here's the smartest way to discuss players that had homers and steals.
2: Hey, it's a gumbo meal. Gumbo, gumbo. It's
0: a gumbo meal. Homer plus steal.
1: All right, on Thursday, Christian Yellich and Gerardo Parra, of all
0: people. How about <laughs> He's that? He's playing well for the Nationals so far.
1: He is. He's playing first base, though. And that's going to end really soon because Zimmerman and Matt Adams are coming back. Yep. And Parr might stay on the team, but he's not going to play the outfield because they have a really good outfield. Man, what a mess that team is, huh?
0: Oh, I, I, you know, when you look at the standings at where the National League East, those three, four teams are, I'm, I'm surprised. I would not have. I, I mean, I knew it because I was following, but I, I, I'm a little surprised at how many games below 500 the Mets and Nationals are. I mean, the Mets couldn't
1: hit the Marlins at all, yeah. like. Pablo Lopez gave up ten runs in his last outing against them, and then he <laughs> yeah. has One gives hit. up a hit to the first guy in seven perfect innings. I know. Oh. And Sandy Alcantara, um, I mean Sandy Alcantara and Shane Bieber yesterday each threw shutouts. Yeah. Alcantara was eighty nine pitches. I still don't. I can't recommend him yet. It's a lot of walks. Shane Bieber is the number fifteen starting pitcher on the player
0: yeah, his. If you look at his cumulative numbers, I think they're better than most people expected. I, oh, I think yeah. we recall those couple of bad outings and kind of criticize him a little too much unfairly for them.
1: I wrote about him today in the blog saying I was I have shares of him everywhere. You know I do. Yep. I and know. I kept I didn't want to rank him in the top thirty. I thought it was a little premature. He gave up a lot of stuff to lefty hitters last season, mm-hmm. but it, it, impeccable command and control puts the ball where he wants it. Doesn't walk anybody, and now he's shutting down everybody. Now that was Baltimore yesterday, but yeah. He's got Tampa and Boston in his next two outings. I'm very interested to see how those goes. Anyway. The
0: the K the, it's the case. Pump the break on the Ks. Very. Right, because he's though.
1: not going to strike out fifteen Red Sox or Rays. Correct. Saturday, Lurie Garcia of the White Sox, and Sunday Brett Gardner, who I dropped in the vampire league, had a home run and a stolen base. Uh Clint Fraser stopped hitting for your Yankees. Yep. Um concern?
0: Uh a bit, yeah. Yeah. He has not looked anywhere near the same player since coming up the uh, the aisle than he did before it.
1: I picked. Up, I literally changed half my team in the vampire league. I picked up all the rookies. Can't even play them all.
0: <laughs> I just thought you might as well just have the depth. I mean, well, get the just see counts. what happens.
1: See if Brendan Rodgers becomes Paul DeYoung. I, I don't sure. know. We don't sure. know what these rookies are going to do. So I figured just cut. I mean, I've lost every week. So uh those are the combo meals, and now we talk relief pitchers. That's the closing uh, report.
0: The, the closer
1: carousel. All right. Um, Houston's back end of the bullpen is fantastic, but yeah. I did write in my blog last week that Ryan Presley, who hasn't allowed a run all season long, it's still tough to roster him in fantasy. He doesn't throw that many innings. His K rate is just one inning is one per inning. So it's not that fantastic. I don't think he's going to win a lot of games. Like Roberto Asuna should be a top five closer right now. He hasn't blown any saves. He's not giving up any base runners. And that team's going to win over 100 games. But Presley, like, it's it's kind of tough to roster him in a league where you need the saves and he's not going to get any.
0: Right. And and from the traditional Roto angle, I see exactly your point here. This is one that you and I have debated for years over the value of the middle reliever with no real path to save chances. But I would argue that those ratios are incredibly valuable to the daily players, especially in our standard game, yeah. where, you, where you can work around the starts caps. I think Presley is a very kind of underrated pitcher at that point. I think he has the potential to be a top-ten kind of guy, kind of where Hader was last year before he started moving into the saves picture.
1: The difference is Hader was getting a lot more strikeouts.
0: Yes, yes.
1: So that's what my point is. Um, What about Jose Alvarado? That was a bad-blown save on Friday against the Yankees, but he did get the save on Saturday. And then Diego Castillo came in in like the sixth inning on Sunday. That raised bullpen, man. I I still think Alvarado's the guy to roster over Castillo, and he should have gotten rid of Pagan by now.
0: I, it's hard for me to make a case for any of these guys if you're speculating for the saves alone. I'm still going to Castillo if I must. How about Brandon Workman getting the save for Boston and Matt Barnes setting him up? Yeah. I watched that thing as, as it was starting to play out, and they were talking a little bit about the idea of keeping Barnes in. And I think because the pitch count got where it was, they didn't want to push it.
1: And you know what? Philly did that on Saturday with Hector Narris, who did, he threw the eighth inning. And I thought, all right, Nesha gets the ninth. And Naris got the ninth, and then Neshek got the save on Sunday. Yep. So I added Neshek, and Anna Labor. Nobody bid against me, so I kind of wasted some money there. But I think Neshek might get ten saves now. So uh,
0: I think he could. Yeah. And if teams are going to do this, where they go with the five, six, and and more out situations for saves, I do think there are going to be opportunities for the next man in line.
1: Yeah, and Steve Nishik got what seven outs seven last outs. night. Yeah. Where did that come from? They they don't, obviously Joe Madden doesn't trust any other reliever if he's going for C-Sheck for seven outs. That's unbelievable. Mm -hmm. But it was only 27 pitches. Why not? They have a four game series with the Phillies starting today. It seemed odd. I I thought C-Sheck's not getting the save and then he, he did. He just left him in. You know, I had two TVs. I was watching something on HBO, and then I was also watching baseball. You
0: were? HBO. You were watching something?
1: Company man. Um <laughs> St. Louis, briefly, I do think Carlos Martinez could steal saves from Jordan Hicks. Maybe all of them. Now, that was not – it was an ugly second inning for Hicks on Sunday, but I just think Carlos Martinez, he got saves last year, and now he's healthy. That's a speculative pickup that I think might work out.
0: I think you're right there. I don't know how quickly that's going to happen, but it certainly could. Martinez – Pretty good so far, and was in the rehab stint, so it, yeah, it could be soon.
1: Looking at the schedule, there is an early day game, so unless you're listening to this right away, you're going to miss it. David Price coming off the injury list to face Edwin Jackson of all people. Yep. But there's night stuff. ESPN Plus has Jay half of the Yankees at Baltimore. No hitter watch. I, I, you know, whatever. Obviously, uh, no hitter watch. Really? <laughs> well, I mean, like Baltimore, that Shane Bieber outing was ridiculous, and yeah. and part of it was Orioles hitters. Let's be clear. Yes. All right. Yes. Um, we need to watch Jake Arrieta and you, Darvish. I mean, two first place teams. Darvish's last outing was fantastic. A lot of strikeouts. Command was better. Control was better. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't see to see the command, but and Jake Arrieta. Now the thing about Arrieta is he can be awful, and they they can't do anything with him. Like they can't demote him to the bullpen. Can't put him in the minors. You can do that with Vinny Velasquez and Nick Pavetta and Eflin if he gets lit again, but you can't do that with Jake Arrieta. So. If he gets lit again, this is going to be a story to watch in Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I was thinking about it. Like, they demoted Nick Williams yesterday, and they should have. He wasn't playing. He's been a bad pinch hitter, and, you know. But isn't that like the Domingo Santana situation to a degree? Domingo Santana two years ago, 30 homers, 15 steals. Now, obviously, Nick Williams did not do that last year for Philadelphia. But Santana did that two years for the Brewers, and then he just didn't play much last season because they added Yelich and Kane, who deserved to play over him. Mm -hmm. And Santana gets demoted after he doesn't hit in April, has a nothing season, and now he's fine again for Seattle. When Nick Williams gets traded this December, just keep an eye on him. He's not a runner. He can't hit lefties. But I think it's a little like the Santana situation. Philly signs Harper and gets McCutcheon. And Nick Williams doesn't have a job now. He's in AAA and unhappy. Maybe we'll even see him in AAA Lehigh Valley at some point. Oh, um, maybe.
0: Yeah. Th- you see what it, I'm it, getting it, there? The connection, right? It's just I. Well, I want to be careful on that one. I, I you're you're trying to make the forgotten man comparison, and I think from that aspect, it's completely fair. But but he's not Santana. Like Santana had numbers beforehand.
1: All right. Uh, Mike Sirocco also pitches today at San Francisco. He's really good. Chris Paddock. I want to see what he does. I mean, against Arizona, that last outing, was the last outing of the Dodger outing or was it something else? I don't remember.
0: Uh, yeah, it was because they threw in the extra pitcher in Cal Quantrill.
1: Right. Who pitched on Sunday? Nick Marge Simpson got sent to the minors to double A. Yep. Like, look, there's a big difference between rookie hitters that come up and rookie pitchers that come up. Obviously Paddock's a monster. He's the Vlad of pitchers. But Margevich just, just came up and was great for three or four outings and then he was bad and got demoted to double A.
0: Just- Marge Simpson. I can't even do the voice. My voice is starting to go. Um, Um, That was, by the way, that was your first signal from that team about the innings cap situation. mm -hmm. That was not done based on performance. They were doing it more based on a a pre-planned innings maintenance.
1: Well, I think it was from Margovich because he was just bad
0: recently. That that probably advanced their plans, but they did say, you know, to the beat, at least the beat reporters were reporting this, that it was based also around the innings maintenance.
1: Um, Tuesday is double doubleheader on ESPN. Zach Eflin and Jose Quintana, Cubs Phillies again. And the night, late night game, Julio Tehran, who a friend of ours keeps texting me that he should have been more on Tehran and Labor. Tehran's fine. <laughs> He's not special. Not a top 50 starter, I don't think, but useful in a deeper league or an NL only. Tehran so, or Arietta? I think it's Tehran.
0: Arietta doesn't get any strikeouts, right? Teron is getting case. I mean, he is. You know, lo and behold, he's got more case than he does innings. Now it's by one-third of an inning, but still, that's unusual for him.
1: And Zach Greinke, apparently not as injured as anyone thought. Um, He's pitching against San Diego, which should be a good outing. I made somebody an offer in one of my leagues, and I just can't remember which one to get Greinke. Wednesday, lots of day ball action, so please get your lineups in early that day. Pitchers of interest. Um, That's not that guy pitching because he's on the injured list. Frankie um, Montas. Yeah, Frankie Montas looks really good. Uh, can you make the case to rank him in your top 40 starters yet or not yet?
0: I can't. That's another um, innings cap guy. By the way, I'll be doing a recap one of that uh, column this week. should come out tomorrow.
1: On Montas?
0: On the innings. On the innings. innings. Oh, that's this week. The Paddock oh, paddock and, ones. Yeah.
1: Uh, everybody's been waiting that, including a high-up boss. <laughs> um, the battle of the Coles. Uh, Cole Irvin and Cole Hamels. Phillies have never faced Hamels. And I don't think Cole Irvin's someone you have to roster. Not a lot of strikeouts. Probably isn't sticking around for long. One bad outing, and they just go back to Pavetta. But um, and it's something to watch. Martin Perez at the Angels. Martin Perez is legit. ESPN Plus has Max Freed at San Francisco. That should be a good outing. Freed's good. Yep. Anyway. Uh,
0: the San Fran, like Miami, is the automatic from the matchup standpoint, especially when the game is in San Francisco because of the park factor.
1: I agree with everything you're saying there. And the Giants, you know the only Giant right now who has a war of one or above?
0: The only giant with a WAR of one or not
1: Posey, not any Sandoval. pitchers.
0: <laughs> it's Pablo
1: Sandoval.
0: He's been, yeah, he's been getting it done. He's
1: he's a reserve, <laughs> and he hit the game-winning homer yesterday. And he's the only Giants player with a B WAR of better than .7. Wow. That's kind of sad.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Anyway, you want to be happy again? Here are the hash browns coming up after this. Ah, <laughs> the Dulcetones. Yeah. Of the lady with emphysema. I hope she's feeling better. I really do. <laughs> <laughs> no reason to think she's
2: not, right? Why do I screw up words like this? I'm not trying to. I like it when they stick, too. You don't just mess it up and we, like, let it go. You yeah. mess it up and we bring it back for all of time.
0: Just be I mean, clear. I'm not singing Let It Go. There you go. You guys are saying it. Sing it. No.
1: That's from Frozen, right? Sing it.
0: <laughs> no. Even as a company man, I can't do it. I just can't do it. <laughs>
2: Alright, I'm sure there's questions, right? Of course, the fantasy addict wants to know if Kyle Tucker has any interest in you guys. He was put on his scent by Tristan last year, and is wondering if he's the next big name to come up from the minors.
1: Frankly, if we're gonna talk about an Astros hitter in the minors, it wouldn't be him, right? Isn't it Jordano, Jordan Alvarez? And, uh, and...
0: I'm gonna argue that Kyle Tup- Tucker's been really hot lately. Which gets called up first? And by, I, and by the way, i got to be honest, because of the 40-man roster status, Tucker. Tucker's recent performance might have pushed him into that lead. It might have. You know, their worst offensive
1: position is first base, slash DH. No, like, no, T-
0: Tala White's been terrible. Oh.
1: Terrible. Glad I invested. Um, they can and call the minute both. you cut
0: him, he's going to do great, because remember, that's how it went last year.
1: Yeah, no. I know. His second half was terrific, but like he, he's not hitting the ball... For any power at all. Mm -hmm. Very strange. But they they can afford to be patient. They're going to win that division by 20 games. But So you're saying if you have to roster one Astros prospect in an ESPN Standard League or Roto 2, is it Tucker or is it Alvarez?
0: I would be as accurate flipping a coin here as i would to say the player but i've got to point out that since april 20th 25 games 312 batting average 10 home runs and that is kyle tucker and he's, he's on the
1: 40 man that's he he is the big on deal.
0: the 40 man now now i think you and i discussed this if not i tweeted it at somebody the astros are in a tough spot because white and tony kemp don't have options so if they send them down or take them off the roster they're gone Last so that, I looked,
1: Alvarez was actually on the most added list. People are getting way too excited here.
0: Right, and they might be linking it to the Astros will get fed up with one of those players, in which case there is a 40-man spot.
1: Yeah, but, you know, they could dump Tyler White on, like, Baltimore for a player to be named later or something like that. I mean, Kemp can at least play outfield. He can steal base. He can play second. Right. Like, I don't see the utility in keeping Tyler White around if I'm the Astros.
0: Though, so, well, I guess they could just man first with Guriel every day, but... I'm try- I'm just trying to think how they would solve that problem. Calling up an outfielder for Tyler White. I think Alvarez can play first,
1: but no, you're you're right. And you don't want to move Reddick to first. He's a very good
2: outfielder.
0: Right. What's next? Right. All
2: right, Joe's wondering about Domingo Herman. He's been impressed with him all year and wants a uh, wants a little name game action.
0: I can't get no. Quality starts. So,
1: like, stop. You think he's okay? I don't think so. Twitter's angry at us. And good for them. I love it.
0: Johnny Hazelbaker. Jeremy. never gonna get that guy's name right kermit the frog walker <laughs> yeah. walker i'm glad you didn't go kermit the frog oh popcorn flavored jelly bean. clearly the weirdo
1: is tristan wasn't even that the beer is yeah, you <laughs> it's not even there's <laughs> yeah. no doubt who the weirdo is i'm with
0: you there what is metz he's a yankees uh, fan sorry yankees why did i say Ooh, Hayden somebody Hayden? is joining wow. the bias cat wow. in my doghouse
1: that just happened wow. wow that's not as good as the other one
0: i'm weird in all of these
1: you are weird, but it's not as good as the, the other one. I, I, yeah, I think <laughs> I tend to fantastic. prefer the other one. It's just changing it up a little change no, that's of pace. okay. We should try to get one on every show though. <laughs> I agree. Dilopoli,
0: Edna, Edna, Krabopoli.
1: So, I mean, we can look at Tristan's awesome rankings to see where Domingo Herman is ranked. And, and that would probably answer these questions pretty easily. But, um, he's the number five starting pitcher on the playwriter for the season after Verlander, Ryu, Luis Castillo, and Grinke. And that is it. My goodness, he has been great. He's really bailed the
0: Yankees out. But in a obviously, major you don't
1: ranking. think he'll continue to be this great because you have him ranked as the number forty-three starting pitcher. Correct. So let's get a few names in here and see, and then you can explain why you're a little tepid. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Kyle Hendricks. Hendricks. Well, you rank him three spots higher.
0: you um, you gotta get you gotta get bored with what Hendricks has done. This I, is a long enough track. It
1: wasn't great last night. Um, Max Freed. How about that? Young guy, could be an innings limit, contending team. You're Max Fried, you have two spots after Hermann. I'm not sure I would do that.
0: I, I would take Herman there. I, well. I That's a tough call between the two of them. And by the way, I mean I feel like I'm totally previewing the innings caps, guys. They're both on that list. They're both in this boat. You have Corey Kluber ranked after Hermann. Injury guys are tough to weigh. I, I feel like Kluber. I I could make the case I should have him forty spots lower than this. But if you believe in the injury pitchers, and Mike Clevenger also falls similarly into this boat, that Kluber belongs twenty spots better than this. So I, I don't know. There, there's. How do you handle the injury with a ranking set? How do you handle an in-season injury guy? Like for I, me,
1: I I don't have Kluber outside my top fifty, but I am scared of him, and I wouldn't trade for him. But, man, right. I, I don't know. Like, you're basically saying that you would drop Kluber for Kenta Maeda or Max Fried. And I don't
0: know if I could do that.
1: I, I just don't know if I can do that.
0: Maeda's only slight concern here is that he himself also fell he, in the he aisle just got after. Hurt too. But, but it's not supposed to be more than the 10 days. And it's the whole Dodgers maneuvering thing. All right. Here's this, one. This is the Kluber thing, though. Kluber yes. probably going to give you innings at a time of the year that are relevant that Herman might not. All
1: right. Explain to me why you've got Chris Archer so far ahead of Herman? Because that one I don't get.
0: Because at one point this year Archer looked like he had been,
1: but he doesn't now.
0: <laughs> yes, and... he looks
1: bad. He doesn't look like a top fifty starting pitcher. He, yes. his strikeouts he gets you are not worth the ERA and whip. And by the way, he's not getting you the strikeouts that you think he's getting. Well, no, he is thirty four and thirty innings.
0: Yes, but a it correction comes today at a, cost. Would, a correction today will probably have Clevenger ahead of him, Hendricks ahead of him, Boyd ahead of him, okay. Herman ahead of him. All right, maybe freed.
1: Yeah, that's interesting. Um, John Snow, who lived.
0: Hey, no spoilers. That,
1: you're never gonna watch, so it doesn't matter.
0: <gasps> I kind of already know what happened because everybody spoiled Not to all mention,
1: this stuff everywhere. Like, you know who, who's going to kill him? Um, all right. <laughs> kidding. You, you've already <laughs> Jack Bauer. Like, your rankings are already here. So, like doing a name game is almost like no, it should be it's me fun. answering, like Herman yeah, okay. versus Quintana like. I, Herman I, versus Quintana. I think it's. I think Herman needs to be ranked better. You know what? I'm a little different than you. Although I see you have Chris Paddock number twenty three. I, I understand he could get shut down. Might, mm-hmm. but man, I just want five. I want five months of awesomeness, and then I'll worry about it later. So like, if I can't take Zach Wheeler over Chris Paddock, um, I can't take James Paxton. I'm just not a fan. Um, so
0: Paddock's probably close to your top 15 then
1: yeah he's right around like you're you're basically trading missed innings on paddock for like jose barrios is going to pitch all season but he won't have the numbers paddock will so it's like a little trade-off there yeah but i'd rather i'd rather roster paddock
0: and then worry about my roster in september i'm going to point out something in your defense here with paddock do you know what he's on pace for innings wise i think it's less than 150 It is 155 and one third. So it's not
1: less than. No, but that's... But it's not a lot. Like, they can let him keep going. Like, your article is going to be really important for fantasy managers because be concerned about innings caps. But they can still manipulate Chris Paddock to be an active pitcher all season long. They can go six-man rotation. They can mess around during the All-Star break. Like, other things like that. Skip a day. Skip a start. They can do the Kikuchi thing where he just pitches one inning once in a while.
0: I, I just I'd rather have great innings and then then average innings. How about that? And and I agree. And I think that is a key takeaway. we the the pendulum is swung on the Paddock trade situation to get rid of him now. And I don't think it's as clear as it's made to be here. The danger for Paddock from the innings cap perspective is that if the Padres fancy themselves wildcard contenders, do they need to keep some of those frames in check for the postseason? That's the thing. Like. <sighs> You only you don't get that many shots. Like, the
1: Nationals have learned this, I presume. Okay, now, I'm not saying they would have won the World Series that Strasburg year when he got shut down, but Mm -hmm. you only get so many chances, and they've never won a playoff series. So, like, the Padres have to be— none of the Padres aren't as good as the Dodgers or the Cubs or the Brewers, but they could be a wild-card team, and they could win a wild-card game with Paddock pitching like a monster, like Mm -hmm. Bumgarner those years. Why can't the Padres make some noise in the playoffs? Wouldn't that be important to their fan base to make the wildcard game? I, 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 They may not shut down Paddock. I'm just saying. Like, I'm
0: seeing the rumors about trying to trade for a frontline starter, and that would signal to me that they, can, they would consider Paddock a key member of their possible playoff rotation, at which point maybe they need to keep him on this 155-inning yeah. pattern. And if they do that, all it's going to mean is I think when they have off days, they're going to push him back an extra day like they just did. I wouldn't be giving him away. That's and I thought I I thought I had him ranked very generously. I can't you have trade higher. him higher.
1: I can't trade him. I, I'd have to get a monster offer because I think the next three months are going to be fantastic. I'm going to throw three, three quick
0: names on that on that name game for you. See where you put him compared to Herman to get back to him. Yeah, Caleb Smith.
1: I he's just never going to win though. But I I like Caleb Smith's strikeouts over Herman. Yes. Okay,
0: and so do I. Shane Bieber. Oh, I love. I have Bieber like 25 now. In my rankings. And I'd agree with him. I also have him ahead, and I want to go to one other injured guy, Tyler Glassnow. I
1: would have Glassnow ahead of Herman and Kluber, and, for that matter.
0: Mm-hmm. And I have all of those ahead as well. So yeah, we're, we're probably pretty close on the valuation of Herman. I, I think maybe he's thirty. If I threw thirty-five, is that number fair?
1: That's fair. Okay, that's fair. Um, you know what else is fair? SeatGeek. Do you ever feel like ticketing websites make getting to the event difficult on purpose? It's as if they're so big. They can get away with not caring about the customer experience. So what if their site's annoying and doesn't have the events you want? Hello, status quo. The real question is, how easy could it be if those ticketing sites actually cared? Well, with millions of live event tickets and a price match guarantee, SeatGeek proves there's a better way. Search sports, live music, comedy, and more. SeatGeek has the tickets you're looking for all in one place in an industry that tends to stagnate. SeatGeek decided to stand out from the crowd. They built the fastest way to find tickets so you can stop searching for the perfect seat and start enjoying it. Why is SeatGeek better than the rest? Well, a quick look at the App Store shows more than 50,000 five-star reviews. How's that for customer satisfaction? SeatGeek pulls together millions of tickets from all over the web. Then it rates each deal on a scale of 1 to 10. Finally, SeatGeek displays them on an interactive seat map. SeatGeek breaks down the details. Green dots mean good deals. Red dots are overpriced. And every purchase is fully guaranteed so you can shop for tickets with confidence. SeatGeek will even give you $10 off your first SeatGeek purchase. All you need to do is use our promo code. Download the SeatGeek app today and use promo code FFB for $10 off on your first purchase. That's promo code FFB for $10 off your first SeatGeek purchase.
2: Alright, Patrick wants to know Domingo Santana and Dwight Smith. He wants to know what you feel the rest of the season and then in a dynasty league, who would you prefer? I don't want to be mean, but Dwight Smith does not belong in a hash, in a hash brown.
1: Um, <laughs> I, I'm, again, I'm not trying to be mean here, but this is not a top 75 fantasy outfielder and I've got Domingo Santana in my top 40. So I would take him for this year and in dynasty. I, I understand Dwight Smith bats third for a major league team. They are still a team. But, like, come on, right? Can you make a case? Do you even have Dwight Smith ranked among your top 100 outfielders? Yeah, you have 83. Think,
0: yeah, but, I mean, 83. <laughs>
1: and you have Hunter Renfro 81. Like, I, the, the split for me would be, like, Renfro 60 and Dwight Smith, like, 100. I just I, – I guess, in a way, if you give anybody 600 plate appearances, and Dwight Smith could get that for this awful team, he could end up with 15 homers and, and 80 RBI. So, I, maybe I'm under –
0: valuing him a little bit, am I? There is a value in playing time when you get into the deeper leagues and they've got to be at the minimum 15 teams of mixed or the AL onlys. So Smith does kind of matter there, but you and I have talked a lot about his underlying metrics, the stat cast data. They don't support Smith being a very good player. They, they consider him adequate, but I, I mean, I hate to be the second jerk here, but I will be. Santana, yeah, you can me a
2: jerk. That's what I just heard.
0: That's what I heard. That's what everybody yeah. heard. <laughs>
1: Hard oh, to okay. deny the fact. And and, by, and secondarily, should I All drop right. Jed Jerko in my NL labor league?
0: <laughs> you should drop Jed Jerko, and there you go. Now I'm the double jerk for saying jerk <laughs> and jerk. Um. <laughs> I think you could have used use a use a good word <laughs> when, when, instead of a bad word. How about that?
2: I'm going to be the second genius on oh, this show. Oh my God. Thank you. Okay,
1: well, like Kyle, you go. heard that I'll right? Like <laughs> that was like me. That was a
2: definite implication. That was a hack on me. <laughs>
0: All well, well you gave me the spoiler, bus. man. <laughs>
2: My goodness,
0: <laughs> you spoiled we the show.
1: Uh, we're not right. fr- are we friends still? Like that was mean. <sighs> Let's move on. I, I, <laughs> I, I think we should go to a different. Obviously, we hit a nerve here on this
2: player oh, for the geez. Orioles with you, and you start calling I just wanted mean? to use
0: the Country Mile thing, and I can't even do that. <laughs> no, you're not using it.
2: Next, great. <laughs> John wants you to prioritize the injured pitchers, Glasnow, Clevenger, Tyone, and Paxton.
1: Well, Tristan's rankings. Have... Oh, right, so no. maybe he
2: wants Eric to do it.
1: <laughs> do you yeah, not doing... realize Tristan does rankings? I do too, and so does AJ for points <laughs> leagues. Um, But mine not might not be updated. But Tristan's are, and his he's got, I'm pretty sure, this order. Paxton, Clevenger, Glasnow, Tyone.
0: I do not, actually. I have... See, that's why we you play call this Call me game. a name now. You Paxton a, in your top twenty. You're a super nice guy. Let's go to a game. We should do that sometime. <laughs> the super nice guy game. <laughs> you're i first. I've glass now a little over Clevenger. Okay,
1: that's fair. I, you're guessing. I mean, we're all just guessing on this. Um, Paxton should be. <laughs> Paxton's back, right? Or is he back soon? <laughs> soon, soon. That,
0: I mean, we're Clevenger's we're on his
1: rehab assignment soon, so that's a good. Well,
0: sign. Clevenger's eligibility date is June seventh. That's the only problem. Well, no,
1: that's only two weeks. I can wait two weeks, three weeks, two and a half it's weeks, two and a half weeks. Yeah. All right. Well, not a movie. I can wait two and a half weeks
0: for Mike Clevenger. That's a movie. Don't spoil that for me. Did John, did, <laughs> it was on Game, Game of Thrones last
1: night.
0: <laughs> John Snow is <was> on it. <laughs> did you like
1: the finale? I don't. I. You know what? I was on Twitter, mm-hmm. and everybody's whining, complaining, and, and saying the show stinks. And I'm like, you know, not every episode can be an A plus. Yes, I'm fine with it. They tied up loose ends. I loved it. I, I could it have been better? The season could have been better. It was rushed. But I'm not going to like go on Twitter like all these people that I respect and say this is the worst show ever. You enjoyed eight years of a show and you're going to complain about it now because you didn't like the final episode. Just like what was the the Sopranos? I yeah, the last episode it ended weird. I love that show. I you know I don't do that. I don't like look at the whole picture. The show was oh, sh- amazing.
0: What was the worst finale you've ever
1: seen? You know what? I have no idea. People were ranking them on Twitter, and I'm like, come on. Like, I just watched the end of The Big Bang Theory the other day with my wife. Uh And I thought that ended really nicely. It was a a good last episode. Last season wasn't great. But the Uh last episode, it didn't even matter if the last episode was good or not. I was going to watch it, and I was going to enjoy it. Because I can enjoy things even if they're not great.
0: The How I Met Your Mother finale was the worst by a country mile. Oh, really, you have to get that in? Yes, I do. You got to get that determined he was, was going to do it. <laughs> no, I mean, I actually genuinely believe that. I still get angry about I, I
1: feel like I know Nary a person like you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> By the way, I was a jerk because I stole Nary from you in a write-up recently. So you'd really drop Jed Jerko instead of Brian Reynolds. Brian Reynolds is playing and hitting. You know, I'll make it a case in that league in, in that Jerko plays multiple positions in the infield, which could be a little it. tougher to replace. But yeah, that's the thing. He's been terrible.
1: I have Baez and Machado. I don't, I have to activate Brendan Rodgers and I'm going to actually drop Jerko.
0: Thanks. You just, you just jinx Baez. He's going to the IL for a month now. I, no, he's not. That was weird. Did you see that last night? Yes. Yeah. I thought he tore his groin. He
1: falls down making a great play and I'm like, oh, this is a big deal. And mm-hmm. and then he t- and they let him stay in the game. Who lets him stay in the game? And I then know. two innings later, he leaves the game. And they say it's a heel contusion.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That was weird. weird. Yeah, that is weird, right? Yeah, I doubt he plays today.
0: But Man, I hope was... it's not Tatis where he where he needs an IL stint and it's a little longer than ten days. By the way, uh, Tatis could be back Friday. I saw that,
1: and I'm very excited by it.
0: Are What's you going to start him in
1: Vampire? <laughs> No, I am not going to start him in vampire. You know, I'm getting tired of that league. We should probably at some point. You know what? You're on flip it. Well, (laughs) flip. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) What a Jerko. I'm going to say. I'm going to say we should talk about the people winning these leagues as opposed to just pointing out how I'm 17 and 50.
0: (laughs) Oh man. Like, all right, I'm not going to win. It's hard. It's it's hard. Well,
1: you've done better than me. That was to be expected. But um, like, who are the people? Who are the people doing well in this league? Vlad the Impaler,
0: <laughs> who, are the who are in first place. Who I want to call out
1: the people place? that are doing well, are like because they deserve it. Place? And I'm I'm having trouble getting to this, but the guy with the best record in the league who deserves mention. Oh, we don't have their names. All right. Well,
0: I can't. Uh, in mine, four people are five and two. So we'd. Be oh, here it is. It's Ed. Curious. It just says Ed.
1: Ed ben McPhee.
0: Th-
1: ed Ed McPhee. Ben Thompson's doing well. Um. A frog dad. frog Daddy's doing well and I feel like I made a friend in Tom Cavanaugh who tweets us occasionally and noticed that I replaced half my roster last <laughs> yeah. night so thank you Tom I don't know if you're winning it appears you're not but uh, you seem like a good fellow alright let's the last question yeah. Yeah,
2: we got one more question Hamilton has these shortstops he wants to know which one he should consider trading based on the returns and projected future performance he's got Simmons, DeYoung, and Segura
1: Honestly, when it comes to trades, unless somebody's an obvious sell-high option for me, and there's plenty of them out there right now, not not Yelich or Bellinger, I, I, I just want to see the return. Like, I would I would email the guy in the league who doesn't have a shortstop and say, hey, which one do you like the most? Like, basically, which can I get the most for? Now, in a general sense, one of these guys does not belong. Like, Paul DeYoung is a, is a top 50 overall fantasy option right now. That is a shortstop batting third for a team that scores runs. And he's going to end up with 25 homers and like 95 RBI. And Gene Segura could win a batting title in Philly, like, and score 100 runs. He could he could end up with 50. He's not going to steal bases because nobody on the Phillies is going to steal bases. But Gene Segura could end up with 12 home runs, 12 steals, bat 315, and score 90 runs. That's really valuable. That's a top 50 player too. Simmons doesn't do that, but you might not be able to get
0: anything for Simmons. Right. I mean, that's who you'd want. Although, to be
1: fair, Simmons could end up with Segura's numbers except the batting average. Like, 290 batting average, but 15 homers, 12 steals, 80 runs. Simmons is is a better player than people realize, especially in points leagues because he he doesn't strike out. Doesn't walk, doesn't strike out. He's no Astadio, but he doesn't walk or strike out. Mm -hmm. He's very underrated. What's your take here? I mean, do you wait and see what someone else wants, or do you try to move someone to whatever you can?
0: I think your approach is always the right one. Get the best deal for the individual names, and don't force your trade partner into taking that player. That's what, what turns away trade partners. Uh, You'd like to get somebody to take Simmons. The problem is that he's perpetually underrated. I think he is a guy who's got a a usefulness even in mixed leagues, but you're not going to fetch a lot here. And I think it's going to come down to the personal preference between DeYoung and Segura. I like where you're going on the the overall value for him. DeYoung's the guy, I mentioned to you, that when I had the glut of shortstops in my points league, I traded him away for Shane Bieber. He generated interest. So float the name out there. If you're getting a top 50 clear player, a guy who projected at the beginning of the year was in that group and still is today... Make that deal. The Otherwise, most, I think...
1: Yeah, the most trade value right now is clearly
0: De Young. It should be, yes. Absolutely. He's a good player. Yeah. He might hit 250 yeah. the rest of the year, but he's a good player. The power is very legit. I'm, I, I don't know about the Isn't batting. shocking. Like,
1: when he came up, we didn't think he would hit for this much power. Know, when power. he came
0: up, oh, no, nobody saw the power coming when he got called up, but the way his swing is crafted, he has natural 30 plus homer power. That was I had, always the case. I,
1: when he came up, in NL, I was an NL labor, and I had, had like three guys go on the injury list, and I signed like three guys for like a dollar or two. And mm-hmm. Paul DeYoung was one of them, and our friend emailed or texted me and said, Why'd you pick up these guys? I'm like, If one of them's a really good player, it's worth it. And t- Paul DeYoung was a really good player. He was worth it. So. Um, uh, on Monday's Baseball Tonight podcast, Buster and our pal Dave Schoenfeld, who just made an unbelievable trade in one of our leagues, discuss the mess in Queens, Buster's president race win. That was hard to believe. And why <laughs> Anthony Rendon will have the biggest impact in the majors in 2019. Subscribe to the Baseball Tonight podcast on your favorite podcast app. Do you have trouble making a trade in a dynasty league, whether it's fantasy or sim or whatever, when you've, when you've rostered that player for like a decade? I'm mean, general yes. question here obviously we all have personal biases towards players i do towards good phillies and players i've rostered forever but like dave traded away joey vado in one of our leagues and he literally had him for more than a decade yep. and he didn't get back what he should have like if you traded him a year ago do you have trouble trading away a player you've just become accustomed to like
0: yes that? absolutely and in that very league we're talking about i had mark Teixeira for the entirety of his career and i probably should have traded him in his final productive year and i i didn't do it, it it's hard it's it's I go. I
1: let Lance Berkman and Jimmy Rollins just like fade away. I didn't trade them at all.
0: Oh, but I was. So contending. you and I both fell into this trap.
1: But I was contending. Like it's every a, little year, so it a little different in that yeah. league. It was a little different in that. Anyway, anyway. Also, also, it's one
0: where we're we're holding on to the players that we originally picked. Is is yeah. Yeah. Well, there and was there's no
1: limit. Like there's no like like the salaries don't go up in that league. Anyway, um, I'm glad
0: you didn't ask me about the the the, the race there. You know, because I don't think I'd want to see what I'd look like with one of those giant heads. You do have a giant head. You should run one of those races. You wouldn't even need He'd to put that head win, on. Definitely win, man. He's used to it. <laughs> I'd topple over just as me. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Weebles wobble, but they don't fall down. But with Tristan, Um, we're done for today's show. Thank you so much for listening. It was a little bit weird, but we hope you like it. And hopefully it sounded better, and we're sorry for the the problems of the past. But we think we've solved them now. Um, For Tom, for Kyle, for Tristan, big head and all, I am Eric. Have an awesome week.
2: Everything is awesome.
1: Darkness.